Welcome to The Elephant in New York, presented by the Fearless People Experience. Do you know those things in the workplace that make work suck, but remain unchanged? Well, those are the elephants we're here to talk about. We believe that these topics can and should be addressed with common sense, courage, and compassion. We may not have all the answers, and we're definitely not always going to be right. But we're here to build a better people experience. We gotta start somewhere. Let's go. Welcome back to the Elephant in the Org, everyone, presented by the Fearless People Experience. I'm Danny Gletch, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kasha Dora. Hello. And Marion Anderson. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Yes, happy Valentine's Day, which means the Elephant in the Org is office romance. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. Like, seriously, I, I'm single, and it's one of those things that's like... It's hard to make friends as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to make friends as an adult. Mm-hmm. And where do you make your friends? I, I guess at work. Mm. Meeting someone for romance? Like, I know there's like a million apps out there, and they're all terrible. So where do you spend the rest of your awake life? At work. work. At work. And so, like, it makes sense. But, like, boy, are there pitfalls. And Oh, my God conflicts of interest and just bad ethical things every encounter is a boss encounter in video game speak not in work speak but still very funny to be able to use that (laughs) she didn't mean any boss in particular definitely not (laughs) (laughs) so like what, what, what do you think ladies is the important things for for people to like keep in mind, what are some of the the elephants that oh. people just don't talk about when it comes to, to office romance? All right, I'm gonna get in my soapbox here. Surprise, okay. surprise. Not not anything new. Um as a human being and as an HR leader, I don't give up F about <laughs> someone's romantic life. I really don't. I've got bigger things to deal with, right? I'm trying to deal with, you know business strategy and keeping the lights on and, and and helping people feel engaged, developed and loved and all of that. Right. And honestly, when, when stuff comes across my desk where it's like, Oh, well, this person's dating this person. Like, honestly, I couldn't care less half at it. Right now. That's a very flippant response, obviously, because actually putting my serious hat on, I understand that there's pretty serious ramifications in there, particularly around conflicts of interest and stuff like that, right? Um, And I think that as long as an organization is very clear with their employees, like, look, you know, we work in a collegial environment, people build relationships, they build friendships, they may even fall in love, that's beautiful, right? However, if there is a clear conflict of interest, then it's something we've got to talk about, right? So, manager to subordinate for example and it happens like I've been in jobs where I honestly I could count off a number of my peers and colleagues that are now married to and had babies with people that reported into them right like it's a beautiful thing love's a beautiful thing just you know we just have to be mindful that um there's uh there's potential conflicts of interest and they should be disclosed they should be handled with discretion and common sense and compassion and all the things that we talk about but honestly like love is love it's a beautiful thing and why are we getting our tights in a tangle about it is my personal opinion 
I'm, mm. I'm, I'm very much with you on that, Mary. And I think there's a, a, there's a lot, a clear line, right. Between like things that will uh, be of positive nature and things that might not be when you're looking at those, those reporting lines, especially when it might affect decisions, which then affect business. And like, but again, having a conversation on like, can we move you? Can we do this? Can we do that? And like, it, it's so interesting. And I think it really like, if you've grown up in a, what I'm going to call the customer service space, right. That could be like food services, retail, like anything where you're really customer facing, um, you, those bonds tend to get built really quickly with people, right. Mm -hmm. Because, because you're in the thick of it, like all the time. And if you're good at your job, that's kind of what you're good at your job. You build those relationships quickly and deeply. Mm-hmm. And you build that trust. Guess what? Also, sometimes builds and uh-huh. that's just feelings. Being, yeah, that's just being human. But it literally, is. if you're good at your job, you're going to have those connections build very quick, very quickly, very deeply. Yeah, yeah it's true. And you know, Kash, I was laughing when you were saying that because it just made me think of a previous life that you and I both had, possibly mm-hmm. working night shifts before something may have been launched the day, the following day, and. There's nothing wouldn't like know, a night shift. Wouldn't know a thing about that. <laughs> There's nothing like a night shift that that brings mm. together that kind of camaraderie and you know getting each other through a really tough tough shift. It's called trauma bonding. It, it is. Trauma. It is. It's complete. I was trying to avoid saying it, but that is the. There, yeah. You want to talk about the elephant? There's a way to pack people. <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie does it, does Speed it, with Keanu Reeves? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's that it, at the end. They're like, "Oh, is this a romance?" And he's like, "Relationships are really not best when they're." built on these intense traumatic experiences yeah it's true though but that's it it's very common as a result right and like my thing like i've i've seen in office we're gonna say in office right like in work because i not everything's in an office depending on where you work um romances that have um to quote one of our previous episodes called tits up and um i've also seen them be really successful beautiful marriages with babies and dogs and cats and all that good stuff right so like building the family versus like literally having to not allow people in the same room so you know definitely seen it gone both ways and so it's i mean it's it's a people thing at the end of the day not people meaning a people thing in hr but a people thing meaning like humans are complex people like yeah. and 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 you enter the room with all of that to begin mm-hmm. with, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like my my views, like I've I've seen people get fired for those those romances that you're not supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my opinions, like I feel like pretty much neutral. I guess is the best way to put it. Like I'm very much like, can you do your job? Are you affecting other people? Are you doing something illegal or something that literally goes against your your contract with the company? Like, just. If it's really important, then follow it. But like, be careful. (laughs) When I hear things like people losing their jobs for falling in love and not doing anything wrong, nobody was inappropriate. You know, nobody was, um, you know, conflicting interest and using their position in any way. Like they just fell in love with someone that they they worked with. When I hear people losing their jobs for that shit. And it happens. I get really annoyed. Have you guys ever seen the movie um, Office Christmas Party? No. No. Oh, you got to watch that movie. Kate McKinnon plays the HR manager, the HR leader. Oh, God. I love her. Oh, my God. She's like, she's like that stereotypical Janet from HR, right? Where she's like, you can't do this, you can't do that, da, 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 da. And she's like, you know, no romances and blah, blah, blah. But then actually at the office party, she's the one that lets her hair down the most, gets drunk and is dancing and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. She's kind of fun. But 
that's what I think of when I think of of these situations or the office, right? Oh god. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um it's ah, it, honestly it's so old school. It's it is. So it really it really it, is, Marion. I think, you know, and that's when I'm like, I if it's one of those like do harm to no no one, right? Like if you're not like doing the wrong yeah. in the wrong place, like it, and Danny my opinion is I think it's like I think we're all basically like aligned on that end of things right like oh finding, no we're not it's okay like finding th- no what I'm saying like in like finding things finding finding human connection doesn't come easy to a lot of people and oh, when yeah. you're in when you're in the workplace that's really like one of the most common and easiest ways to find that connection mm-hmm. and like like I that between my screen, I have the two of you on top, and I feel like that thread is right here, right? Like between like where that connection is and where where that like feeling of people um, being it being okay with people finding people where they find people. Yeah, yeah, well, no, you know, we, we are aligned on that. I and yeah. it's 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 totally like if you don't end up getting like a crush on someone you work with, you might just be bad at relating to people. Like that's. Like that might be a sign. That's um, true. Although I can't think, I don't know if I've ever had a cr- crush on someone at work, but maybe when I've, I was young. I've been with my husband too long. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so like the, the totally natural, normal. Um, <laughs> I think one of the keys that that's come up is is the trusting people. Mm-hmm. Like, do we trust that you? are adults and can handle these kinds of relationships because some people are just like not ready to have like mature adult relationships where they try to connect try to build something and you know what it might not happen and we can still act as adults afterwards too like if you're not ready to do that you're probably not ready to try to date inside of an office setting I, I mean, if you're not ready to do that, should you be, you know, are you mature enough in the, da- in the, in the dating way? game? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's, that's true, but we do, we do have, and it's not even an age thing. Like we have people of all ages who just aren't ready to be adults about it. Well, that's true. But I also want to point out as the token male of this podcast, that it can be really tricky to to date and express affection and things mm. and also is this appropriate or is this going to set up ho- like a hostile working environment where this person now feels like oh my goodness i don't want to go into a meeting with danny because i danny said something that makes me think danny has a crush on me and i don't like that and yeah. i don't want that in my work life it's such a fine line to work to walk right i mean mm-hmm. you know you know all of this aside professionalism is absolutely critical right you know we live in a a litigious world so you know nobody should be going in and touching someone you know at work or making you know any sort of suggestive comments or whatever right because it just leaves you wide open and it's is as harmless as you think that comment might be and it truly comes from a good place it can be construed in the wrong way and it leaves you wide open. It leaves the company wide open, right? So yeah. we need to be smart. We need to switch our heads on. But, you know, going back to your earlier point, we're in a place where you're spending a third of your life and you're in a place where you're spending time with people that probably think like you or have similar interests to you. And it's a natural way to form a bond and, and, and you know, that can run deeper, which I think is beautiful. Um Here's the one thing I would say, though, and this is this is where it's really tricky. 
you shouldn't hide it, right? You know, you should disclose it. You know, if mm. if you start dating a coworker, that yes, the the sneaking around might be fun. It might be kind of hot in the beginning, but in fact, you know, it does leave risk open. And so, it, the wise thing is to say, you know, to disclose it to your manager and say, look, I just want to be open. I'm dating this person, and that's a hard thing because you might have just dated them twice and you you don't know where it's going. You don't wait. It feels to... very like this is official now. We have to report yeah. it to HR. It's exactly. Like, are we report to HR level serious yet? I don't know. Oh, I know. And it, honestly, <laughs> there, there's a there's a label you you kind of mentally never want, right? <laughs> like, oh, am I reported to HR level now? I'm like, I don't think I want to be reporting that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And again, like when people, when I've been earlier in my career and people have come to me and went, you know, just following policy and disclosing that we're in a relationship. And I'm like, okay, neither one of you report to each other. Um, are you working on any, any shared interests? Da, da, da. No. Well, congratulations. I hope it's a, a beautiful thing. And, you know. Well, so here's a question, Marion. I, I feel like it's the working on some kind of a project or deliverable together that like, mm-hmm. hey, we spent a lot of time together. We work really well together. That's where we found this chemistry. So what w- what's a co- common sense, compassionate uh, policy around, hey, you do work on projects. Um, you are dating. What, what are some of those like policies that can work? What are some of the conflicts of interest within the project that the dating could could mess up? Because the, the, the only real conflict of interest is if one's more senior than the other and one reports mm-hmm. into the other, right? That that's yeah. That would be the main thing as far as I could see. Um, you know, you're totally right. When you work in close proximity, you're likely to form those bonds, and it can happen. Um, the real single source of truth is what's in your company policy. Now, hopefully your company policy was written from a place of common sense and compassion, right? And understands the fact that people are people and they have emotions and they, that are attracted to other humans and they fall in love. And that's a beautiful thing, right? But it's still written in a way that gives clear expectations to everybody um, yeah. and what the process should be that they follow. So, you know, I would like to think that in a, in a, in a, common sense based company they have something that does protect them that says hey you know if you entered into a relationship with a co-worker um we would ask you know congratulations first of all but we would ask you to follow this process mm-hmm. um and and <clears throat> you know that's there to protect everybody so say for example and this has happened where relationships have gone tits up they've mm-hmm. broken up and it's become really acrimonious well that yeah. causes disharmony in the workplace and that's exactly right. what they're trying to avoid right yeah. as well as any litigation obviously so you know it, it you do have that duty to remind people to say look you know our values are this usually values will will reflect this situation yeah. where we're respectful of co-workers or whatever however you dress that up and so should that situation go south um and there, there are poor behaviours, well, they would be managed appropri- appropriately through, you know, the, the company's disciplinary procedures or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So so really HR's job or manager's job at that point is to, to, you know, say, congratulations, beautiful thing. Here's the things you need to know. Here's the policy, you know, hope it all goes well, if, you know, yeah. it, and that's it. And you only yeah. to So it's like, you don't you don't report you have no say in someone's compensation um or promotion you're probably not going to be a part of a 360 review process for each other 
Um, Work well together on the projects you're on. And reminder, if this goes south, you are still expected to act as professionals collaborating on these same projects if you're no longer romantically. Exactly. Treat people like adults. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You and I think adults treat them like adults. And I think the situations like in my career where I've seen that not happen is in businesses, mm-hmm. not happen well, uh, is in businesses where the business structure is built to not treat people like adults. Mm. Right. Like mm. we're and there are plenty of business structures that are like that, especially ones that are churn and burn where yeah. they just have high levels. They're built to have high levels of attrition, not high levels of retention. Yeah. Um and, you know, are seen as either ladder career stepping stones or things like that, um, depending on uh, the business. I've seen it done a couple different ways. But when you don't treat people like adults, and you don't have that framework, right, of like, yeah, congratulate people, make sure that it does actually not impact the business, remind them that if it goes great, great. And if it doesn't, you still have a job to do. Like, yeah. and and we can't have you, we can't be pulling you from projects because you don't want to be working with this person. Yeah. Um, but you also can't just pull them from projects because they are dating either. Exactly. Right? That's the yeah. same work. Exactly. Right? Like it's the, yeah. it's the, the reshuffling of, oh, you can't work together on certain projects because you're dating is like, well, Let's just wait until it does go bad and then we'll do that. Yeah, I feel like I would, especially knowing like intentional hiring, right? If people end up having a relationship and they've already hit all of those precursors of not managing, not having a deciding say or factor in someone's career progression, development, et cetera. So if they're on a project, well, then how do you think they met each other in the first place? Probably on that project to Danny's point earlier, right? Like it's not going to change their work product and it's not going to sway the final, the the final output at that point, but adding weird tension where there isn't could, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And again, there's a lot of layers of complexity to this issue and there's a lot of nuances, right? Every Um, business is different. Mm -hmm. Every business is different. And also, you know, weird situations can arise um for example um you know you could have a situation where you have a female employee um and maybe i don't know an, a, some form of external male maybe some sort of vendor or whatever and you know i've seen situations where there's been a a, a good working relationship between these two people um but the male um may have, you know, intentions towards the female, nothing unprofessional, you know, they're polite and they're gentlemanly and all of that. But the female often is the one that gets the blame. Right? Well, it's not like we live in a misogynistic society or anything. Not it's fine. The and, and, and I've seen that happen. And, you know, that's a really difficult situation to navigate. And yeah. so the point I'm trying to make is that there's a lot of nuances to this, right? We're, we mm-hmm. are really oversimplifying it. Um, but what is it we see? Manage it, common sense, courage, compassion, and communicate, right? Four C's have never been more relevant. Use these tools to navigate a situation like this. And at the end of the day, if it's not causing any issues and there's no risk to the business, keep your nose out, let them get on with it, wish them well. Yes. Also, if women file a complaint, take it seriously. Absolutely. If and the complaint, take it seriously. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say like it goes. It it truly does go both ways because those mm. those advances can happen on either side, right? Like, um, and it is 
at the end of the day, and I think Miriam, I think you you put it really well, right? Like it's it is a very complex, nuanced situation, and in and in a podcast, there's no way to unravel all of it, right? Like this is not something you're ever going to solve, um, but it is something just to to take to take seriously, but also like don't take so seriously that like. You know what I mean? That you just, yeah, like, don't take so seriously. You make some really crazy policies, like you can't yeah. make eye contact for more than three seconds. Oh and... god, yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Netflix or something, right? Like, there's some really crazy things out there that, again, it's trying to like control. Like, we can we can avoid this a problem if we just are 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 stranglehold tight enough on people's behaviors, and it's like then you're not really trusting people to be adults. Can you please well, trust people to be adults? Yes, I agree. But there is another side to that. We live in a litigious country. And it's insane. When you read cases that have gone before tribunals, like that's where these moves come from. It doesn't come from necessarily wanting to control. It comes from risk mitigation. And I don't know the backstory of why that decision was made, but I would bet my bottom dollar that there was some legal case that was the foundation of that and that's where it came from if it's even true at all I still don't know if that's an urban myth or not right <laughs> um but but you know laughing aside like there's usually it's it's that thing of what's the old adage closing the stable door after the horse is bolted right so you know taking a really tough remedy yeah and it's a bit late when probably you should have thought about something um, a bit sooner. Again, don't know the ins and outs of that, but this is an impossible one to, to solve. But at the end of the day, human beings, they fall in love, mm-hmm. they get it on, <laughs> they have romances. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. And just, you know, just be smart about it and don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. On that note, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Be sure to subscribe, follow, all of those things. Leave a review, five stars. Um, You can reach us at elephant at thefearlesspx.com. We will see you next time. Bye.